Hello, church family. Uh, today we're going to look at Acts chapter 13, verse 44 to 52. Uh, in this particular text, this is kind of summarized beforehand, uh, we really see what happens when people, when people's heart are hardened to the Word of God. Um, there are those that in our life where we share the gospel too, and people have maybe respond positively, but only so only not long after where people ended up really denying the faith. Um, and that's just a normal thing uh, in the life of a Christian, that you're going to engage people, interact with people who would give maybe superficial profession of faith, and when, t- when time progresses, uh, the reality of what they believe it comes to the surface. So far, in Acts chapter 13, we talked about how this is Paul's first missionary journey, and in, um, and this is really the focus of the book shifts from the original apostles, like Peter and James and John, and those individuals that are trying to win people that are in uh, the Jewish people to saving faith. And at this point of the book, chapter 13, we see how it changes. No longer are the people... Uh, the focus is on well, it's not focused on the Jews anymore, but you see how the Gentiles are being ministered to. Uh, chapter thirteen speaks beginning with how the church in Antioch, and there was all these different people, a mix up between Jews and Gentile leaders, and Paul being one of those leaders, and uh, they were ministering uh, to uh, different people, and they were able to even. Uh, attack false teaching and blinding an individual, uh, which is again just really a re- reflection of the, his own spiritual blindness here in, chap- in chapter 13, verse 11. In chapter 13, uh, from 13 to uh, 43, you know, Paul was using the Old Testament to witness to the Jews and trying to connect to the fact that the Jews um, claim are no different than the false, uh, than, the, than really the un the unbelieving, unfaithful Israel of old. Uh, they know all the Old Testament passages, and Paul was trying to allude to that, uh, using uh, references how the, all of these things were pointing to Jesus Christ. And at the end of it, it seems like they were interested, right? Like in verse 42, chapter 13, as Paul and Barnabas were going out, the people kept begging that these things might be spoken to them the next Sabbath. Uh, so they, they seemed really interested. They really wanted to, to learn. And then uh, Paul tells them, uh, Paul Barnabas was speaking to them. They were urging them to continue in the grace of God. Um, so basically, it was like, okay, we can't talk right now, but come back next week, and we'll, and we'll we can talk more about the Old Testament, how it connects to Jesus Christ. Now, when we get to uh, just the next verse, verse forty-four, we see that that's changed. And, uh, and as we walk through this, we will see just you know, lessons about um, really when do we say no or turn away from other people. Um, you know, the parable when Jesus held a pearl before swine. When does that happen in our life? And hope that as we go through this, it will give you some principles on what to think about and how to go about it when we're engaging those that um, just are so hard-hearted to the scriptures. So, verse 44. The next Sabbath, uh, nearly the whole city assembled to hear the word of the Lord. So they returned, just like how uh, they said they, they wanted to hear more and then in the following week, uh, they, the, the, the whole city came and they wanted to listen. But, verse 45, when the Jews saw the crowds, they were filled with jealousy and began contradicting the things spoken by Paul and were blaspheming. So the Jews that were there, that were seemingly open to hearing how the Old Testament points to Jesus Christ, are now filled with jealousy. Uh, this is, um, you know, jealousy is this, is this um, you know, they, they, 
they wanted the crowd. They, they didn't want to lose their attention. And one of the reasons why they were jealous is that they were prejudiced towards the Gentiles. Uh, they didn't like the idea that the Gentiles will receive some sort of blessing from the Lord. Um, the Jews had this understanding that they were the chosen group people, that uh, they were the ones that are going to be uniquely blessed by God. And, then, and that was true, but there was always this contingent that uh, they will only be continually blessed by God if they're faithful to Him. And this has nothing to do with their ethnicity. We, we see uh, Rahab in the Old Testament, she was blessed and she was a Gentile. Um, even Ruth in, uh, is the same way, where she was a Gentile that believed Yahweh and she got saved. But there was a large majority of Jewish people at the time that thought that just because they're ethnically Jewish, that makes them unique to um, God's promises and faith and blessing. So this notion that um, that the Gentiles are going to have the same type of blessings that they that the, the Lord has promised them was offensive to them. And he see and the Jews sees all of these uh, people coming to saving faith, and they began to try to slander and, and want to contradict. Uh, the things that were that the apostles were saying, uh, and it says here contradicting. This is actually an imperfect. So they were, so f- during the whole time they just kept trying to usurp the truth, and that's because they were blinded to the truth. They they loved their lie. They didn't want to um, believe in the gospel, so they were blinded by it, and they just kept going. And not only that, they, they were they said they were uh, blaspheming. Uh, this is as opposition grows, um, we see that. Uh, eventually they'll start saying things that are not even against the person anymore, but against the Lord. Some things that Jewish people were saying were contrary to what even the Old Testament would tell them to do. Verse 46, And Paul and Barnabas spoke out boldly and said, It was necessary that the word of God be spoken to you first, since you were uh, repudiate uh, it and judge yourselves, repudiate, sorry, repudiate it and judge yourselves unworthy of eternal life. Behold, we ain't are turning to the Gentiles. So Barnabas and Paul are just basically explaining to them that, look, uh, even though they're jealous, the reason why, like, their jealousy is wrong. And and it was part of God's plan that the word of God would be spoken to them first, uh, but they themselves have proven because of the rejection of the gospel, because of how jealous they were uh, that other people are being saved, they show that they do not deserve eternal life. And the Nazareth here says they are unworthy of eternal life. Uh, the Jews rejected God, while the Gentiles accepted God. And that's why the Gentiles were received by the apostles, is because of their love and faith in, in the Lord. Whereas the Jews, they loved their piety and positions. Um, they chose their fate by, um, by rejecting Christ. Um, they, deny, they were denying Jesus, and the result is that they, uh, they would be rejected by the Lord. Um, this is just the reality of when we share the gospel with people. That they're going to start uh, basically, I mean, yeah, we know that there's the Lord can work with them last minute, but sometimes some people, our hearts are so hardened uh, that they make, they judge themselves, that they themselves are not going to inherit eternal life. Uh, again, Jesus is not on trial here, rather the rejectors are. The rejectors here are on trial because of the rejection of Jesus Christ. And, uh, and that's what uh, Paul is saying in verse 47, he cites the Old Testament verse, uh, for so the Lord hath commanded us, I have placed you as a light for the Gentiles, that you may bring salvation to the end of the earth. This is Isaiah 42, verse 6. This is not new to them. Uh, Isaiah spoke through the prophet of Isaiah, that God spoke through the prophet of Isaiah by telling him that the salvation is going to go to Gentiles and to the end of the earth. So this is not new 
to the Jews. They, are, they understand this. These are people that have just a, a, an intellectual knowledge of Scripture. They may not believe it. It may not have changed them. They definitely did not humble them. But they understood that this is not new in Scripture. Uh, and that's why they're focusing on the Gentiles. It's because, not because the, uh, they found that the Gentiles were better than them, but, was, but it's because the Jews um, were unbelieving. They were sinful. They chose not to believe in the Lord. Verse 49, And the word of the Lord was being spread through the whole region. But the Jews incited the def devout women of prominence and the leading men of the city and instigated persecution against Paul and Barnabas and drove them out of their district. So the word of God is being spread. And then there's one reference before that the, that the word of God has to go in order for the church to be built. It was a means of grace by which God brings people to saving faith. And um, it's just through the word of God. And some people, even though they're preaching the, the truth, may not get to them. It is not a lack of opportunity, but it's a complete lack of faith. So these Jewish people that were ministered to by Paul, Paul tells them that the reason why we're focusing them is because they are basically... Uh, living the prophecy that Isaiah had, that these Jewish people are no different from the past, that they reject God, and then that's why the salvation is going to the Gentiles. The, the salvation is going to people who are actually interested in being saved and, and understand that they are in a desperate need for a Savior. And just understand that when we're sharing the gospel with people, it's not going to be the one that we most expect. God saves whoever he wants to save, and it seems to be here at the end of verse, like as many as have been appointed to eternal life. So there's this um, balance between what they hear, and then they start glorifying the Lord, meaning that um, uh, there's this responsibility that the Gentiles did, and the Jews and Gentiles, the, the difference between them in this context is that the, the Gentiles believe. They, they took this, they, they had a human responsibility, responded to the faith, but at the same time it said it has been appointed to eternal life, meaning that God has chose them. And how does it work? I don't know. Uh, not exactly, at least. Uh, but we know that God has solemnly moved these people ultimately to fulfill His glory. And, and part of that rejection is, par is part of God's divine plan, that these Jews would reject Him. And how do I know? Because it says in uh, Isaiah uh, 42, as well as you know, this verse here in verse 47 of chapter 13. He makes this reference, it's this call back to that verse to show you that the people will reject God. And what the and what's good for us as we understand scripture is that that's not going to always be the case. There's a remnant of Jewish people that are going to believe and there's also the end in the book of Revelation it actually highlights those that will eventually come to saving faith. Uh, so although there is a season and an era where the Jews uh, have, have denied and rejected their savior, uh, there is a time in which they will come to come around and it's because this is all part of God's appointed plan. So when we share the gospel, the only thing... Um, I think sometimes we get too caught up on the fact of, okay, that person is predestined, but we don't call people that they need to repent and they need to actively pursue and, and believe in Jesus. Uh, and that's what we need to do, find that balance. Uh, we don't need to uh, speak what the text doesn't say. We just teach them both and let the Holy Spirit work that out in their life. So the result of that is when they were, as, the, as Paul and uh, Barnabas were sharing the gospel, the Jews, they were obsessed, so they incited these devout women of prominence to try to, you know, cause of persecution. Uh, these prominent ladies, whoever they are, they were people obviously with influence and they found people that would, would turn against uh, the apostles and, um, and that's what they tried to do. They tried to get these women that were just good at, you know, they're just skilled people and, uh, and they went to go and try and force them to uh, speak against Paul.
Uh, but at the same time, uh, we understand that you can't stop that. The reason, like just because there are people re uh, rejecting the gospel doesn't mean that the gospel is going to be stopped. The gospel will continue to move forward, even in um, those who uh, reject him. Hey, look at verse 51. They shook off the dust of their feet in protest against them and went to Iconium. <clears throat> this is a, a really a fulfillment of prophecy in, in the gospel. To t uh, Jesus tells them that you know, when you get into a city and they don't want to help you, then you dust off their feet and walk away. And the Jews, and particularly Paul and Barnabas, are using this imagery because back then in, in the Jewish mind, when you dust off your feet, it's this picture of that um, you don't think that the land, especially if you're in a Gentile land, uh, is, is worthy. You think even the, their dirt is not worthy to, uh, to enter into the land. So they dust off their feet and it's a symbolizing gesture that you, they have rejected and, you, and you're, not go, you're no longer going to return. And that's what Paul and Barnabas did. They shook off the dust of their feet in protest against them and went to Iconium. So this is their way of saying that, look, you're, you have hardened your heart to the word of God. You have uh, chose to reject God, and as a result, God will remove the means of grace to for you to not only understand, but even to hear the gospel. Understand that when there is a culture that uh, is, is against the Lord and against Christians, uh, silencing Christians or canceling Christians does not change the state that they're a part of. And uh, we as Christians, the only thing we can do is just be faithful. We go and we tell people about Jesus, and if they reject us, then we do the same thing. We just go find some other people to go and witness to. Uh, there are always people that are seeking, and there are those who are not, and, those, and there are even some that are pertaining to seek, but they don't actually want to know who Jesus Christ is. And you and I, as believers, need to be mindful and be aware that not everyone's worth the time. The time in the life that we have is going to be a steward, and you always give an account to the Lord for it. So instead of uh, wasting time on people who you know, have no uh, desire for it, you know, we should be praying for them, hope that the Lord softens their hearts, but you don't need to keep going after them if they have spoken clearly that they don't have anything to do with the Lord. You, know, you, you want to pray that the Lord will open up their hearts, um, but you want to focus on those who are interested. And that's what's going on here as a whole. Um, the Gentiles were the only people that were interested in the gospel, but the Jews were not. So the result is that the, the focus of their attention, at least for Paul, is ministering to um, the Gentiles because they actually wanted to hear the word of God. Verse 52, and the disciples were continually filled with joy and with the Holy Spirit. Again, this ends with, this, with the fact that there are those that are followers of Jesus Christ that did listen, and they're moved to obey the Lord, and the result of that is that they were rejoicing and filled with the Holy Spirit. So when we share the gospel with people, there are going to be two results. There are going to be some people who, for seemingly a moment, because uh, remember, the, at the at verse 42, they, they were begging uh, Paul and Barnabas to come and teach them. And then a week later, they ended up rejecting him, uh, rejecting the teaching of the apostles and, and denying uh, that Jesus is Lord. And the result of that is that Peter is focusing, or not Peter, Paul is focusing on the Gentiles because of that. And just know that the Lord will give, the Lord will appoint it or uh, appoint whoever he wants to be saved. And we're just an instrument in gathering the people that he's called so that they can come to a knowledge of the Lord and live uh, in joy and filled with the Holy Spirit. Thanks for listening. Hope that this was helpful in your daily walk as you pursue holiness and find opportunity to share the gospel with those around you. Thanks for listening. Uh, take care and have a good day.